Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Going to be quite as windy. We drop down to the 20s tomorrow night into early Thursday morning. Highs near 50 on Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Alexandria, 32 degrees. Penn Quarter at 35. Columbia, 29. And many of the suburban areas will be in the 20s overnight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, two breaking stories. Colorado's Supreme Court removes former President Trump from the state's primary ballot. The latest from CBS News in seconds. Then we're going in-depth with the Washington Post at 1015. And also breaking. A judge's latest ruling on removing the Confederate memorial from Arlington Cemetery. I'm Dick Iuliano. How's the idea of a $2.2 billion Potomac Yard project going over among people in Alexandria? I'm Matt Small. D.C. announces progress in meeting a court order to add more shelter beds for detained teens. I'm Mike Marillo. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Colorado's high court says former president and current candidate Donald Trump should be disqualified from the state's GOP primary because of the U.S. Constitution's insurrection clause. I'm Peter King. The Trump campaign responded to the ruling quickly, saying it would go to the U.S. Supreme Court to appeal. Election law expert David Becker. Whether you agree with this decision or not, one positive thing that will come out of this is that the United States Supreme Court will likely rule on whether or not Donald Trump engaged in insurrection and is therefore disqualified from the presidency sooner rather than later. Of course, it's too soon to say whether or not Trump has figuratively met his Waterloo, but... Waterloo, thank you very much. It's great to be here. He was in Waterloo, Iowa, campaigning for the caucuses and made no mention of the Colorado ruling. Peter King, CBS News. The storm has passed, but the effects from the heavy rain are causing trouble in portions of the Northeast and New England. WABI-TV's Katie Sharp spoke to Fairfield, Maine's Fire Chief Travis Leary, who says he hasn't seen a storm like this in decades. The amount of rain from this storm reminds residents of past damage to this community. Just the, just the volume of water from all the rain. Um, so this morning we had determined that the river was, was getting too high for our comfort, and we decided to, to start making some evacuations to be safe. And we haven't seen this success extent since the big flood of 87. The U.S. and nine of its military allies are creating a new force to patrol the Red Sea after attacks on shipping vessels by drones and ballistic missiles. More from CBS's Ramey and Asensi. Some of the world's biggest shipping and oil companies are now rerouting their vessels away from the Red Sea. A dozen ships attacked in just the past month. The Navy destroyer USS Kearney has been shooting down drones and missiles launched from Houthi-controlled territory in Yemen in support of Palestinians in the Gaza war. The Senate doesn't appear to be getting far in coming up with a border deal that would unlock more Ukraine funding before the end of the year. National Security Spokesman John Kirby is asked about As it. As our OMB director, Shalanda Young, there's no magic pot of money here. I mean, that's why we need this supplemental. That's why we need this funding to support Ukraine going forward. And like I said, we've got, we got one more crack at this here before the end of the year, before that replenishment authority runs out. The nation says goodbye to the first woman ever to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. President Biden spoke at her funeral today at the National Cathedral. May God bless Sandra Day O'Connor, an American pioneer. Justice O'Connor served on the nation's highest court from 1981 to 2006, where she was a key swing vote on the court and influenced some of the biggest cases, including those involving abortion and affirmative action. This is CBS News. 
Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03 on WTOP, Tuesday evening, December 19th, 2023. Alexandria is at the freezing mark, 32 degrees, falling to the 20s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis of the top local stories we're following this hour. The Confederate Memorial in Arlington National Cemetery can come down after all and is expected to do so this week. Let's get that story from WTOP's Dick Giuliano. Just a day after issuing a temporary restraining order, a federal judge in Alexandria has given the Army the green light to continue dismantling the monument that towers over Confederate graves. It's a disappointment to Scott Powell of Save Arlington, a group that's been battling to save the monument, erected to advance reconciliation between the states. This monument really gave us a lot of guidance about the direction we should take and had been there as a beacon for almost 100 years. And now we've decided, well, we don't need that anymore. The monument was targeted by the Federal Naming Commission that also listed military bases and installations that honor the Confederacy. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. $2.2 billion, that's the projected cost behind the proposed monumental sports and entertainment project at Potomac Yard. Is it worth it, and are you for it? I do not. That's what Arsalan, who lives in Alexandria, tells WTOP. But the Wizards fan says if the project, which would rely on taxpayer assistance, happens... The developments that do happen are ultimately the best for the citizens. Virginia Democrat Don Beyer, who represents the area in Congress, says one of his key concerns... We take advantage of the economic boom and the cultural boom without sacrificing the community that we've built so beautifully. Bayer tells WTOP his biggest concern is the use of tax-exempt federal bonds to finance the project, something he's rallied against for years. This means basically Americans across the country are going to be subsidizing it. In Alexandria, Matt Small, WTOP News. The city of D.C. back in court today. Lawyers for the district are hoping to convince a judge to not hold it in contempt for the lack of shelter beds for teens arrested in the city. It's a case a judge granted WTOP's Mike Murillo ex, uh, should say Mike Murillo special access to cover today. The contempt charge comes in a case involving a teen girl who was forced to stay in a jail-like portion of D.C.'s youth detention facility despite being eligible for a more shelter-like facility in that same place. The city faces the contempt charge after failing to meet the court's order to add more beds earlier this year. In court, Sam Abed, director of D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services, says since the last court hearing, the city has signed a deal with three outside facilities to make an additional 24 beds available by March of next year. Judge Andrea Hertzfield called the development progress and decided again to not decide on whether the city should be held in contempt. The city will be back in court on this in early March. At D.C. Superior Court, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Dozens of people were arrested after a protest in the rotunda of the U.S. Capitol aimed at a ceasefire in Gaza. The rotunda was closed briefly as police led demonstrators away. The protesters dropped shoes on the floor of the Capitol. They symbolize the deaths of Palestinian children in in the Israeli bombings. Capitol Police say a total of about 60 people were arrested. Some people who went to emergency rooms in Maryland over a five-year period are going to be paid some money now. WTOP's Kate Ryan explains that. For years, Maryland lawmakers like State Delegate Robin Lewis and Laura Charcutian had been watchdogging problems with medical billing in the state, including when people who qualified for free care were billed 
and then taken to court. It's a nightmare, right, for someone who can't pay $250. That's Delegate Charcutian who explains as a result of a bill passed in 2022, a variety of state agencies and the Health Services Cost Review Commission will track down patients who qualified for and should have gotten free care during 2017 through 2021, those people will be getting refunds. Now, the Baltimore Banner reports the checks could start going out in mid-2024. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Prince George's counties are focused next where the school superintendent has been listening to parents and students, the rest of the public, about what should happen with his leadership in the future. That story from WTOP's John Doman. It's a framework for going forward. Superintendent Millard House highlights a few of the immediate actions already taken, including the establishment of a task force focused on student health at High Point High School amid concerns about drug use there. And he also touts an ongoing transportation audit expected to be finished next month aimed at improving the school system's bus service. But student safety and bullying remains a big concern among middle and high school students, and he's vowing that every high school will have enhanced screeners by the end of this year. Long-term, House is vowing an expansion of support for special education. He also mentions new policies could allow for more charter schools in the future. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up here on WTOP after traffic and weather, FedEx is quite busy right now, but... It's latest earnings. They're really not that great. Stay with us. You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. No experience necessary. Already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. 1008. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Virginia, 95 southbound near Dale City, exit 156. They are setting up the work zone along the right side of the main lanes. And on 95 both ways near exit 148 Quantico, left lane blocked each way. But 395 northbound down to a single lane after Washington Boulevard getting by single file to the right past the work zone. They're also working on 66 westbound after the Roslyn Tunnel toward Glebe Road, and single left lane is getting by there. Around the Beltway, things are pretty quiet, both in Maryland and in Virginia. 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, generally good. Now at Baltimore, southbound 95 is heavy and slow, getting past the Baltimore Beltway toward 195. Two left lanes get by the work zone. The off-ramp to 695's inner loop is closed. And traffic on 50 out to the Bay Bridge is doing all right. On 50 out to the Bay Bridge, you're good to go. And in the district on 295, 695, and 395, each running without delay. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. All right, Bob. Next, we turn to Steve Rudin, 7 News First Alert meteorologist on this pre-Christmas week. Skies will continue to clear moving through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight with wake-up temperatures tomorrow morning in the 20s to lower 30s. Sunshine is back full force for your Wednesday. A good travel day. Temperatures mid-40s to around 50. It's not going to be quite as windy. We'll see temperatures nearing 50 degrees on Thursday. Cooler on Friday behind a dry cold front. Highs will be in the middle 40s, mid to upper 40s on Saturday and 50s come Sunday and Christmas Day. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the first Alert Weather Center. Reagan National 34, BWI Marshall 31, and Dulles at 30. Some suburban areas down into the 20s. 
We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour. We're going to Steve Dresner. Some surprising post-trading news for shipping mogul FedEx, and it wasn't really positive. For the second straight quarter, the Memphis-based company lowered its quarterly sales outlook. FedEx shares fell 8% in after-hours trading as the delivery giant lowered its revenue forecast due to weaker sales numbers. Well, all positive numbers across the board on Wall Street. The Dow finished up 251. The S&P 500 was up 27, and the NASDAQ was up 98. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets are mostly higher. Hong Kong up one a quarter percent. The same with South Korea's Kospi. The Shanghai composite is down a quarter percent. Coming up on WTOP, Colorado's Supreme Court tonight keeps Donald Trump off the state's primary ballot. We'll talk about what is being called a stunning development by some with the Washington Post and Isaac Arnsdorf. Stay with us. Are you interested in beginning or expanding on a career in the pipe fitting, pipe welding, or HVAC service industry? Are you interested in the opportunity to work full-time and learn both on the job and in the classroom? Are you interested in learning a trade that will allow you to earn six figures and have the best benefits in the industry? Are you interested in a career path that will set you up for life without experiencing any college debt? If you are interested in these things and you live in the D.C. area, the Steamfitters UA Local 602 Apprenticeship Program is the best choice for you. Our apprenticeship program sets you up for a great life with job security, great wages, medical, and the absolute best retirement benefits there is. Applications will be accepted online beginning November 1st and ending November 30th. So don't waste any time. Get all the information related to the process by visiting 602training.org. That's 602training.org. 10-13, Maryland on upset alert against a former Terp. What Maryland football will do without its quarterback next weekend. Sports in 10 minutes with Rob on WTOP. Are you a parent of a 2-7 to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the award-winning and revolutionary online learning program that's changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Designed by teachers and early childhood learning experts, ABC Mouse seamlessly aligns with what your child is already learning in school. And with over 7,000 learning activities and more than 650 lessons, it's the most comprehensive early learning site on earth. I have been teaching for 13 years, and I've never seen a program like ABC Mouse. It encompasses science, math, reading, social studies. It's just endless what they can learn on ABC Mouse. I've always had to use 20 websites, and now I can just use one. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio, abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonotomy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When Freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 1014, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us tonight. 
One of the big stories this evening, a divided Colorado Supreme Court declared former President Trump is not eligible for the White House under the U.S. Constitution's Insurrection Clause and removed him from the state's presidential primary ballot next year. The Colorado court's decision differs from many other states that have said the former president must stay on the ballot. This sets up a likely showdown in the nation's highest court to decide whether the frontrunner for the GOP nomination can stay in place. A little earlier, we checked in with Washington Post national political reporter Isaac Arnsdorf on this surprise decision. These kinds of lawsuits um, challenging Trump's eligibility have also been tried in a number of other states, Michigan and Minnesota, but this is the first time uh, that a court has ruled against Trump uh, taking, and the effect of this now would be to take him off the primary ballot in Colorado, but the campaign has already said that they will appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. So um, anything more to do there except to watch and see what the the high court decides? I mean, it's one state, uh, but significant that it's gone the other way compared to, as you mentioned, uh, five or six other situations where they said, no, he's got to stay on the ballot. Right. I mean, it wouldn't really affect the outcome of the primary as it continues to unfold, but it brings another issue to the Supreme Court, um, you know, pending before the election with the Supreme Court already considering an argument by Trump's lawyers that the prosecution, the federal prosecution against him for attempting to interfere in the 2020 election can't proceed uh, because they argue that he is immune to litigation arising from his actions as president. Let's talk about what you've been uh, writing about. Uh, Again, we're staying with Donald Trump and the primaries here, but the Trump campaign now anticipates winning enough delegates to secure the Republican nomination by March. Of course, he's been leading in the polls all along. Uh, How have we suddenly moved to uh, maybe what some might label a coronation here? Well, you know, looking at the polls as a snapshot, if the uh, if the election were held today, um, a combination of the public polls and their own internal polling, um, they're basically uh, estimating how many delegates they would expect to win in each of the primary contests. And when they get to the magic number, that would be a majority of bound delegates on the first ballot of the Republican at the Republican National Convention in July. Um, and they see that happening in late March, um, not on Super Tuesday, but on the sort of second Super Tuesday, a couple weeks later on the 19th. Um, now, that's, of course, Uh, not assuming that anyone drops out. Functionally, it could happen a lot sooner uh, with the polls that we're seeing out of Iowa and New Hampshire. uh, If Trump puts up double-digit wins in Iowa and New Hampshire, there's never been a candidate who's won Iowa and New Hampshire who hasn't gone on to be the nominee. Washington Post national political reporter Isaac Arnsdorf with his reporting tonight. The Trump campaign expects to have the whole nomination on the GOP side locked up by March. Top stories on WTOP. The former president removed from Colorado's primary ballot by the state Supreme Court over his role in the January 6th Capitol riot. A federal judge rules the memorial to Confederate soldiers at Arlington National Cemetery can come down and is expected to do so this week. A final goodbye to the first woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. President Biden was among the dignitaries who spoke at the funeral for former Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. She died earlier this month at age 93. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. We're checking in with Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's County is running without delay. 50 out to the Bay Bridge, nothing in your way there. 95 southbound coming south from Baltimore and the Baltimore Beltway. Two left lanes get by the work zone. The ramp to the inner loop of 695 is closed. That by road work. Baltimore-Washington Parkway runs without delay. And on 29 northbound of Columbia headed toward Ellicott City, 
at Route 100. There is roadwork set up getting by single file to the left, northbound on 29 and Route 100. On Route 100, westbound at I-97, single lane gets by the roadwork there. They are working in Virginia tonight, of course, southbound on 95, near exit 156, Dale City, uh, getting by to the left past the work zone. Left lane blocked each way near Quantico on 95, 395 northbound. Uh, has road work after Washington Boulevard again tonight as you get by single file to the uh, to the right, and things are generally good on 66 west of the Beltway, but inside the Beltway, westbound out of the Roslyn Tunnel, headed toward Glebe Road, single left lane, gets past the work zone there. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Next we go to Steve Rudin, 7 News, first alert meteorologist. Our skies continue to clear, moving through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight with wake-up temperatures tomorrow morning in the 20s to lower 30s. Winds will also settle down. Tomorrow, a really nice day, mostly sunny, mid-40s to around 50 degrees. Come Thursday, an easy travel day across the mid-Atlantic with highs approaching 50 and lots of sunshine. We're in the middle 40s on Friday and Saturday. Christmas Eve, we're trending dry. Christmas Day, highs lower to middle 50s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin, the First Alert Weather Center. Fort Belvoir, 32, Foggy Bottom, 34, Silver Spring, 31 degrees. And some parts of our area could be down into the 20s, expected to be down into the 20s in our suburbs. Well, still to come here on WTOP. Alarm bells are ringing for Metro. Will local governments come to the rescue? I'm Dick Iuliano. Stay with us a while at 1020. America needs a reliable supply of semiconductors. Only one company designs and manufactures leading-edge logic chips in the U.S., and that's Intel. With support from the CHIPS Act, Intel is investing more than $100 billion over five years to make America a semiconductor leader, bringing innovation, opportunity, and jobs to America. By expanding in Arizona, New Mexico, Oregon, and Ohio, we will fill vital supply chain gaps and boost our economic and national security. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. When was your last visit to MGM National Harbor? Did you dance the night away after some salsa lessons at Diablo's Cantina? Were you one of our hundreds of daily jackpot winners? Did you see your favorite star up close in our 3,000-seat theater? Or did you indulge in the seafood tower and Parker House rolls at Voltaggio Brothers Steakhouse? Maybe it's time for another visit to MGM National Harbor. Monumental happens here. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good to have you here tonight, 1021 on WTOP. You recognize our jingle. It is Cabinet Discatters and now celebrating our 40th anniversary. That's right. 40 years ago, we started a small family business, building a reputation around excellent customer service, quality products at a great price. And now to celebrate 40 years, we're offering incredible discounts till the end of the year. To learn more, call or go to CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Cabinet to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got the car started, what's next? Check my mirrors? Uh... Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. 1022 foreign agents, including Russia, China, Iran, and Cuba meddled in last year's election, and they did more damage, apparently, according to the U.S. intelligence community, than what was done in the 2018 election cycle. A new assessment from the U.S. intelligence community also shows next year's election will be a prime target. What can we expect? They're likely to take a look at what worked 
in 2022, in 2018 and before. And they're going to reapply updated tactics to match their objectives today. And what that means is they're going to see which candidates match their interest and they're going to try to support them, mostly using disinformation or misinformation, etc. And then they're going to take a look at those that threaten their regimes and they're going to look as well to use that disinformation or misinformation to try to minimize those candidates' chances of winning. That's WTOP's national security correspondent, J.J. Green. Local governments respond tonight to the serious budget cuts proposed by Metro's general manager. The system is facing a $750 million budget deficit. It says it may have to close 10 stations permanently and fire thousands of employees. Now a work group of the Metropolitan Washington Council of Governments is out with a report that makes recommendations to support Metro's request for more cash. But it says Metro has hard work to do as well. COG's executive director, Clark Mercer, says Metro's $750 million budget deficit, partly driven by the economic impact of the COVID shutdown, is fixable. And among the regional agency's recommendations are boosting the subsidy payments by area governments. We've got our members in Maryland and D.C. and Virginia have got to come together, and I think they're prepared to come together to address this shortfall. The regional agency representing 24 area jurisdictions is also recommending raising fares, lowering administrative costs, and implementing targeted service reductions. COG is cautioning against any drastic cuts in service. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. New York State is creating a commission to study potential reparations for its role in perpetuating historic discrimination against black people. Governor Kathy Hochul held a signing ceremony for the Reparations Commission, saying it doesn't mean fixing the past, but... It does mean more than giving people a simple apology 150 years later. She says it is a key step in confronting the state's legacy of slavery and the resulting racial gaps in wealth, employment, housing, and criminal justice. The median net worth of white households in New York is nearly $277,000, some 15 times more than black households in the state. Allison Keyes, CBS News. California launched the first state task force to develop reparations proposals for black people in 2020. Now 1025 here on WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. Well, Maryland right now flirting with disaster. They were a 19-and-a-half-point favorite over Nichols. It's been a struggle in College Park tonight, but at the moment the Terps lead 59-55 as we have about four minutes left to go in regulation of a game that Maryland's never had control of, folks. Uh, They've shot 35% from the floor. Uh, Their three-point shooting woes continue, 9 of 24 from range, and uh, the shooting issues have even crept into the free throw shooting. They have missed more free throws than they have made. They're 8 of 17 uh, from the foul stripe. But in the midst of uh, trying to rally here, uh, Dante Scott, 15 points. Jameer Young uh, also with 15 uh, for Maryland. Earlier, uh, Georgetown's two-game win streak ended with a loss to Butler in the conference opener for both teams. George Mason still undefeated at home. They blew out Bridgewater College. Uh, James Madison, the undefeated number 20 team in the land. They were blowout winners over one win Coppin State and 22nd ranked Virginia.